0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You are Locked On Jaguars. Your daily podcast on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I'm your host, Carrie Belkin. Locked On Jaguars is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the fastest growing audio network in the world today. Don't forget to check out Locked On NFL or Locked On NBA or any of the other podcasts dedicated to bringing you the most fresh and unique perspective surrounding your favorite team. And we do that every Monday through Friday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, we're going to continue with the Locked On crossover that we did yesterday. Yesterday. Robert Land of Locked On Texans joined us and we discussed how Jacksonville has changed since they've played the Texans almost a month ago. Well, today we go the other way. We talk about how the Texans have changed since last the Jaguars and the Texans met in part two of this Locked On
1: crossover. The one thing I'm going to say about this game, and it's the one thing that the, the Jaguars can probably work off of it, just put everybody in the box because... The Texans have not been able to pass the ball. It's not going to change. They've now lost Braxton Miller for this season and Jalen Strong for this season. Uh, that, those are two of their five, two of their top four receivers, two of their five receivers going into the year. And then you look, C.J. Fedorowicz is in concussion protocol. If he doesn't play, uh, that, that could be even an, another big blow because he's been fantastic for them this season. So w- when you look at it, it's DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. And, you know, it's Brock's had issues getting it to anybody, much, much less those guys. So the running game is where it's been. And the, the Texans are basically now playing big time ball control. And, and that's what I'm expecting. Uh, run, 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 run until uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere, I guess. Uh, and even when it doesn't go anywhere, the Texans will still run at you. So uh, that's, that's what I expect this one.
0: You know, it's interesting because the last time Jacksonville played, Jacksonville lost the game having only uh, given up 98 yards passing, which is incredible. I think if any team in the NFL, any other team in the NFL, only allows 98 yards passing to the opposing team, they walk away with a win. But it's Jacksonville, so they didn't. What is the feel since we last talked around Brock Osweiler? You certainly don't seem... Uh, just given the way this conversation is going uh, gone you don't seem sold anymore on Brock
1: Osweiler as the as the guy over there in Houston you talking about me personally or are you talking about anybody
0: <laughs> well <laughs> well you and and how does the rest of the fan base feel how does the, the media feel and the organization feel
1: yeah i was trying to hold out some hope that there was some optimism but yeah it's, we've discussed this on the show ad nauseam because it's it is the, it's the it's the story that won't go away and it's and it's the issue with the team. I've seen regression and that's what's concerning. You know, I don't see any signs of oh, he's starting to not do this. He keeps making the same mistakes and you just you never get the feel that anything is starting to turn a different direction. I thought in the Jacks in the last Jacksonville game, I saw some decent signs cuz he he didn't make the usual mistakes that I thought he made. I thought the yardage was terrible in that game. It looked like he had the worst game ever, but if you started to, if you watch that game, it wasn't a matter of a lot of big mistakes. And I thought a lot of his incompletions in that game were very understandable, but you know, so I thought, okay, well, I'm seeing a couple of things between that game. And I think the Detroit game was before that. And you, you started thinking, oh, okay. He's starting to eliminate some of the big mistakes that he made. And then, slowly, but surely that's all come back and it's getting, and, and it's even gotten worse. I think over the last few weeks, you know, he had a, a, a he threw into triple coverage, got intercepted last week against the Colts. Uh, there was a pass that should have been intercepted in the end zone. He got lucky because uh, I think it was a former Texan player um, blanket on the name right now, but he, he dropped the, he dropped it. So, and, and then there was just some other passes that you just made you shake your head going, what's going on. And you just, it's it's real disappointing so you know and then what do you do you've got it you're stuck with them for another year it's everybody looks at the money and it's really only a two-year contract because after that none of it's guaranteed so they're stuck with him for another year there's it's not as we said it's not there's not good in the draft so i, I don't know where they go from there the, the texans are basically take the ball out of brock's hands right now and in the nfl these days that can only work against you know, the worst teams, when you play the better teams, that's just not going to, not going to work a whole lot. But the Texans, you know, if they, if they handle and do the things that they're supposed to do the next couple of weeks, it's not going to matter because the, the Titans, you don't figure are going to beat the chiefs this week on the road. And if the Texans go ahead and and they, that happens. And then they win against Jacksonville and a, a Cincinnati team. That's not looking good right now. Then, uh, that Titans game, uh, almost as rendered meaningless because both teams would have the same record even if the Texans lost and then the Texans own the tiebreaker. So, you know, if right now they're, they're, they're getting into the playoffs, but it could be another one and done blowout in the first round. And that's what we're, likely going to see if i if i'm betting on a scenario to the next couple of weeks that that's what we're going to see uh i'll say for predictions they got, they're they going to win because they got they have to i mean i don't know how you go co- i don't know how you go into this game and don't take care of a jacksonville team that you know just isn't engaged right now and i, I i'm assuming that's the same thing you're you're going to say
0: i don't really think there's much of a uh a scenario in which Jacksonville wins the game they don't really look motivated other than you know coming showing up to work and really wanting the to, uh, to ruin the playoff chances for you guys I don't really think that there's much of a reason to be motivated they know the coach is out uh, they're really there's not much to play for you know other than pride but how much does that really count for uh, it'll be a close game at the very least you know Jacksonville has been in Every single game, they've just had, you know, mistakes and miscues and mental lapses in in the fourth quarter, and that's that's what costed them games. Speaking of the coach, uh, by the way, we we were talking of Gus Bradley and his situation. What what is the feeling there with Bill O'Brien? It's been it's it's something I've been curious about because you've you've heard rumblings of. of the, you know, because the Texans really aren't that great. And maybe they should, they should have dominated this division. And, you know, the, I I guess the loss to new England earlier in the season, you know, exacerbated that. Is there really any kind of, is there any kind of heat on him? Any kind of pressure?
1: Not, not, not from I don't think there's going to be any from the management because he's what he's been able to do with a bunch of crummy quarterbacks, his first three years, and I don't know, you know, who knows how much is he's to blame for those quarterbacks being his quarterbacks. Uh, you never can tell with the Texans, but the fans are not super happy with him. But I don't know if he's, the they don't consider him by any means the main problem. The main problem, they, they, if, if you'd put it in order, I would say a quarterback one, GM two, owner three, and maybe you flip-flop the owner and the GM because the owner's been so tied to this GM. You know, Rick Smith, who's been in the job for 10 years and has just been... I would, I would call him very mediocre and, and, and that some people would say that's putting it kindly, but he's, he's made some really good picks, especially in the first round. And obviously the JJ Watts and the Deandre Hopkins and guys like that. And, you know, there, there's been some decent free agent pickups that he's made uh, most, most notably Arian Foster, which he got for nothing an undrafted free agent. So, you know, he, he's had some hits, but you know, it's, it's overall, it's mediocre. The Texans have been mediocre. It's this, they're the definition of mediocre over his tenure.
0: Before we continue, let's pause briefly to tell our listeners about SeatGeek. The NFL season is in full swing and SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in at the game for the biggest plays of the year, and with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats you want for a great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, wherever you want to sit. Whether that's court, side, club seats, or the upper level, I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way i found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere and with just a few taps I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this season. With SeatGeek you can always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price, and SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Enter promo code LOJAGUARS, capital L, capital O Jaguars and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code L O Jaguars, capital L, capital O Jaguars today. So how do you see, I guess we alluded to the, to the game. How do you see this game shaking
1: out yeah, just like you said it, low scoring. They're not going to score because uh, the Texans <laughs> have a good defense. They have a terrible offense. The Jags offense, it, No, no I, it would take some fluke things, some turnovers that turn into touch to, to quick touchdowns for this thing to get out of hand. But that's all I got. I mean, uh, I wish I could be more exciting, but the Texans kind of l- are leaving you in the doldrums and in this game. This, <laughs> This game doesn't have a lot of uh, pizzazz to it, I guess, between these two teams either with, with their offenses.
0: No, it really doesn't. And honestly, I think Houston will actually get a leg up here uh, from from Jacksonville. You can almost always count on some kind of, of miscue. Typically, special teams and offense for the Jaguars usually provide 10 points for the other team. Right. Uh, if you look at Blake Bortles, one of the first things he did in that game was throw a pick six on a routine 15 yard out, um, you know, and, and that put Jacksonville in an early hole and really, you know, helped Houston win that game. Uh, that touchdown added to, you know, ended up being the difference, I guess, in the in the game. And then there's just the we talked about the mental mistakes. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. But Blake Bortles on uh, on Sunday against the Vikings had a uh, had a false start as a quarterback uh, pulled went into his drop without the ball and nobody else moved. And
1: Uh you're just
0: kind of (laughs) yeah, you're just kind of looking at it like, what are you doing? You know, and then they had a a delay of game on a kickoff. I have never seen that before.
1: (laughs) That's a good Uh, one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's that's a really good one. You're just kind of scratching your head sometimes. And two weeks ago against Buffalo was really bad when they there was uh down the stretch Jacksonville's driving, uh hoping to go up and seal the game uh in the fourth quarter against the Bills in Buffalo. And there was a third and four play Allen Robinson uh got held and it was a blatant you know, holding, a uh, defensive holding, should have been called a pass interference. Um, and given the, the Jaguars a, um, you know, a first down inside uh, Buffalo's 10, I think, at that point, they didn't get the call. The ball was incomplete. Um, and so it's fourth and four, and Blake Bortles doesn't call a timeout and takes a delay of game penalty. Turns it into fourth and nine. And then if that's not... You know, bad enough, the next play he shows he has no idea where the sticks are, completes an underneath route that has no chance of getting it to the, to the first down. And it's like, really? And that's been the thing with Blake Bortles through his entire career. It's not just been, you know, the interceptions or the, or the fumbles. It's been mistakes in total.
1: Oh yeah. Well, oh, we know all about that. I mean, that's, that that sounds very familiar. Uh, Yeah. So maybe if nothing else, you can, there might be a little comedic effect to this game for, for entertainment value. I hate to say this because the the Texans are probably still going to win the AFC South or whatever. Uh, But that's, that's where I'm saying the, the kind of indifference and the frustration of, you know, the Texans, it's not quite as bad as you're describing with Jacksonville of course, but um, and, and the, and the penalties—they've—they're they're the least penalized team, so that has been one of the real positives. But yeah, that's the way it's going to be. Hey, well, I really appreciate you doing this, man. It's great to talk to you again, and and hopefully uh, the, the AFC South will be a little bit more exciting for next year. Uh, uh, that's all. I, I that's all I got. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, uh, it's been like you said, it's been great doing this. I always uh, I always enjoy these, and hopefully next year, as you said, next we talk. You know, we're, we're, we're talking about two
1: new quarterbacks coming
0: two new quarterbacks (laughs) up and coming teams, you know, and they're fighting for the division early on. And they look really good as opposed to what we have now.
1: Well, that's been a locked on crossover. Carrie Belkin with locked on Jaguars. I'm Robert land with locked on Texans. You can catch both of us uh, at locked on Jaguars and at locked on Texans on Twitter and, uh, Carrie, you're you're at you've got a Facebook page as well. I, I assume with Locked On Jags as we do with the with the Locked On Texans, right? Uh, correct. All right. Well, that sounds great, man. Great to talk with you.
0: Uh, good talking with you too, man. Thanks for having me. All right, that's going to do it for us here today on today's edition of Locked On Jaguars. Locked On Jaguar crossing over with Locked On Texans. You can find Locked On Texans on Twitter at Locked On Texans and host Robert Land as well. Both Locked On Jaguars and Locked On Texans are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the fastest growing audio network in the world today. Don't forget to check out Locked On NFL or Locked On NBA or any of the other podcasts dedicated to bringing you the most fresh and unique perspectives surrounding your favorite team, and we do that every Monday through Friday right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a good weekend, everybody.
1: The List.